foothold invisible God only wise in light inaccessible hid from our eyes most blessed most glorious the ancient of days almighty victorious thy great name we praise great father pure father of light thine angels adore thee all veiling their sight all praise we would render oh help us to see tis only the splendor of light hidden with thee how blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He will be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water, which yield its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither, and in whatever he does he prospers. The wicked are not so, but they are like chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous, for the Lord knows the way of the righteous by the way I'm sorry, but the way of the wicked will perish. Doesn't that just sound pleasant today? Sounds a little hopeful. (laughs) Oh, I will fix that. Oh, no. (laughs) That's why you are not God. (laughs) There you go. Cameron is over there. Hi. I'm over here. And we're here this week to tell you that how you define things is very, very important. Yes, it is. All right. Definitions count. For those of you that don't know the drill, shame on you. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Mostly. Um, We have three, count them, three stories. They actually have a general theme that I try to keep up with. Two will be blindingly obvious. All right. It's that third one. We're going to figure out how it fits, (laughs) which means the first two, simple theme, doesn't quite fit what you think it does. There you go. All right. Shall we just dive right into the cesspool of life that is our stories? Yes, let's do so. Story number one. The stigma of pedophilia. There's a stigma? Yeah, it's bad. There is no other... An assistant professor at Old Dominion University has come out in support of destigmatizing pedophilia, or as she calls it, minor attraction. Alan Walker, a female-to-male transgender who identifies as non-binary, sat down for an interview with the now-infamous activist group Protasia, a registered 503C, which many have called pro-pedophile, for their stance on legalizing childlike sex dolls and routinely comparing pedophilia to asexuality. I think we believe societally that stigma against MAPs Minor attracted persons. Oh, okay. Serves to protect <laughs> children because we don't fully understand the difference between maps and sex offenders. Again, we have this confusion between the attraction and a criminal behavior. Walker is an assistant professor of, take a wild guess, an assistant professor of a religion, probably. No, no, oh. it's not. You can be somewhat <laughs> thankful about that. Okay, good. Um, Close, though. Sociology. That. An assistant professor of sociology and criminal justice. Oh, of course. Wants to get at Old Dominion University in Norfolk, Virginia, and has recently released a book titled A Long, Dark Shadow, Minor Attracted People in Their Pursuit of Dignity. 
this is warped. This is sick. And oh, that's this. Mm. In the interview, Walker states states she uses the term minor attracted people because of consideration for pedophiles feelings. Noting, I think it's important to use terminology for groups that members of that group want others to use for them. She goes on to state that MAP advocacy groups like Before You Act, literally the letter B, the number four, the letter U, Act, have (laughs) advocated for use of the term. And they've advocated, advocated for it primarily because it's less stigmatizing than other terms like pedophile. Before You Act, which was founded by convicted multi child rapist Michael Milchenheimer, for the explicit purposes of normalizing pedophilia and distracting from prevention uh, efforts. In his own words, he wanted to ensure Before You Act was never associated with the prevention of offending. Melsheimer died in 2010, but is considered a respected member of the boy love community to this day. Dead. (laughs) That is what's wrong with our death penalty today. You rape a child. You go to jail and die within 24 hours of conviction. See, I am sorry. We wouldn't have this problem wait, if they wait, took wait, this wait, serious. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is wrong. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. You ready? Don't give me that look. <laughs> Don't you look at me in that tone of there voice. There is no devil's advocate on this. There's always a devil's advocate. Yeah, it's called All the right. devil and it's wrong. But go ahead, go ahead. I'll, you I'll try. You skipped the argument. That it's okay. No. That they have feelings too. When someone rapes a child. That's their whole point. Oh, it's not? Yes. The child is a child. The child is not of age to know and understand what exactly that means. There's a reason God put these people to death in the Bible. Wow. As a society, we give puberty blockers to five-year-olds. In most states, including the one we live in, you can transition your gender at the age of 12 without parental consent. This I'm just gives point- me nightmares. I have to be honest. I'm just this, pointing out. Do I don't. Tr- you, do oh. you see why definitions matter and why standards are so important? Yes, they have none. This is the well. They do, and the well, problem is it's being based on legitimate science. Stop me if you've heard this before. Okay. People will take a legitimate science and corrupt it for their own goals and ends. Yes. <laughs> then we've lived that for two years, and we're still living that now. But yes. <laughs> that's part of this. So this be takes this takes the idea of pedophilia and tries to make it an orientation. And then f- once you do that, where's the stopping point? I'm just morbidly curious. There isn't one. I mean, you there's With, no protection for children at this point. There well, though I mean Which means Christian, where does the argument need to be had? It needs to be had at yeah. the foundation. If yes. it is not had at ground zero as to what constitutes a proper, right and good sexual relationship, then it does not get to be had at all. Yeah. This was always the answer as to how does my gay marriage affect your marriage? Uh-huh. Because the minute you change the standard for anything, what grounds do you have to hold that line? You don't. Once you've moved it, it's gone. Exactly. Yeah, now, it's gone. This is evil. Yes, it is. We can acknowledge that. But once again, it is based on legitimate, actual 
science. Okay. Okay. You're going to have to explain that one to me. Story number two. Okay. Pedophilia is viewed as among the most horrifying social ills. But scientists who study the sexual disorder say it is also among the most misunderstood. When most of the public thinks of pedophilia, they assume it's synonymous with child sex abuse, a pervasive social problem that has exploded to crisis levels online. Mm -hmm. Researchers who study pedophilia say the term describes an attraction, not an action, and using it interchangeably with abuse fuels misperceptions. Okay, so it's okay as long as you don't act on it. The American Psychiatric Association's Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, the DSM, (laughs) DSM, said said pedophilia is defined by recurrent, intense, sexually arousing fantasies, sexual urges, or behaviors involving sexual activity with a prepubescent child or children. That covers all of it. It's not just a feeling. That also covers the act itself. Therefore... That's the point. Hang on. Scientists have, in recent decades, improved their understanding of pedophilia's causes, prenatal and early childhood risk factors, as well as how pedophiles can better control impulses. Yeah, castration. (laughs) One of the most significant findings is that scientists who study the disorder say pedophilia is determined in the womb. Though environmental factors may influence whether someone acts on an urge to abuse. The evidence suggests it is inborn. It's neurological, says James Cantor, a clinical psychologist, sex researcher, and for- sex researcher, and former editor-in-chief of Sexual Abuse, a journal of research and treatment. Pedophilia is the attraction to children, regardless of whether the person ever harms. That's a good definition. Hang on. Yes, I agree. regardless of if you act on it. Now, hold on. Okay. Salter said, while pedophiles do not choose their attractions... She does believe, sorry, Salter's another researcher. I cut that part out. Salter said, um, she does not not believe those who offend are being punished unfairly. Treatment should be encouraged, but without minimizing the impact abuse has on victims. So I want you to catch this. The researchers are saying what? This is an innate attraction for people. They are literally Lady Gaga born this way. Where is the neurological studies that show those who that's have it and those the research who don't. they're providing, and that's what they're doing? But did you catch that sentence? That sentence is very important. Do not mishear this. Right, say it again. Salter said that while pedophiles do not choose their attractions, she does not believe those who offend are punished unfairly. Okay. So children are still victims here and should be protected. Treatment should be encouraged but without minimizing the impact abuse has on victims' lives. It's a choice to act on child molestation, she said. We don't need to say offending isn't so bad. It really isn't your fault. You really couldn't control it. You are a victim of a punitive society. We need to say offending is devastating. It damages the lives of victims. It has damaged your life. You can learn to control yourself. You have the capacity to do Better. Okay. This is important. 
So they're saying you have, so you may be born with it, but you can choose not to be that way. Exactly. So well, no, no, no. It's not that you can choose not to be that way. You can choose not to act on this. I oh, would, they're not going to like this in the LGB whatever because they're saying they're born this way and they have no choice to act because this is how they're born. Now it, they're saying the opposite. Isn't this the exact Christian argument? Yeah. That I don't care what your attraction is. I care what is honoring and pleasing in the sight of God. And I want you to live and act in a way that is equivalent to that. I want you to live and act in a way that honors that. Because if you claim to honor God, you claim to honor his precepts and his His laws and rules, right or wrong. This, I mean, what right or wrong in what you want to do, mm-hmm. you are still responsible for what you choose, choose to, do. to do. Okay, so that is... A light with in regards to this evil. Now, I point that out because that's what the professional researchers are saying. So, okay. So they're not completely... Now line that up with what the Old Dominion professor is saying. It doesn't. I know that, but this is my point. Because what does sin in its corrupt state do with every little bit of information that it gets? It messes it up. It... Completely destroys it. There's a ton of nuance in the research at end of this. Mm-hmm. You are born with this attraction. However, you need to learn how to Con- manage it, control, control it, it, and not act on it. And when you do act on it, you should be punished severely. severely. Yes. The other side of it says, we're born this way. And when the height of human expression is me and my feelings, mm-hmm. what do I have that reins me in? I'll hang up and listen. Mm-mm. There's, there's literally nothing. No. This is the difference between the research level and the popular level. This is the difference between what the science says and what the world advocates for and uses it for. Yeah. And this that's is criminal. Now, here's the fun part. Society has already lost this argument once. Okay. We've already we're, we're actually we've already lost this argument twice. All right. I feel like a woman today. How dare you deny my existence and alter my truth? Yeah. Isn't that losing this very argument? Yes, it is. It's moving the standard for something objective. This is right. This is wrong, and placing it somewhere subjective. Mm-hmm. We've warned since the probably since the late nineties, definitely the early two thousands, that this is what. The yeah. Nambla crowd, mm-hmm. which is, go look up Nambla. It, yeah, it's, it'll scare you to death. Yes. But this is what they were always going to do. And what are you seeing? That's what, yeah, that's what they're doing. Now, again, if you're in the LGBTQIA, XYZ, Rainbow Warrior Brigade, why do you get to stand against this? Isn't this your exact argument? I'm born this way and you need to let me live my truth. Yeah. A a society cannot stand when its basis for authority is your truth. Yeah. That is broken. Now. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I just. What a day. I told you this wasn't going to be fun. No, no. I told you it was a cesspool. Now, here's the thing. This is something that 20 years ago, everyone on the planet would have agreed was wrong. 20 years from now. You're going to be fighting against it because this is what the world does. When do the locusts stop? They don't. They don't, and they're going after our children. 
I mean, does the locust ever look around and be like, you know, Dave, I think we've eaten everything. All that's left to eat is like, well, you, and I, I think we should stop. Mm-mm. No. They, mm-hmm. eat, they eat until there's just nothing left. Mm-hmm. Now. They'll even eat themselves. That leads to story number three. Okay. Speech on pause. I'm guessing this is P-A-U-S-E, not P-A-W-S. Like you would be correct. Pause. Okay. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention say putting a face mask on your child is a critical stool, a critical stool, I almost said, a critical <laughs> tool in slowing the spread of COVID-19. However, some in the health community are now sounding an alarm. Mm-hmm. Greg Santos brings his son Diego to speech therapy twice a week. He would just ramble, baby ramble, Santos said. Certain words that are key did not flow, so that began to raise a red flag. Santos said his son was born perfectly healthy at the start of a pandemic. We'd go out and walk around the neighborhood, and there would be no one out there. Everyone just stayed in, Santos said. He believes social isolation and everyone wearing masks led to Diego's speech delays. Mm-hmm. It bothers me. It bothers me a lot. I believe that. This has been a very challenging year, said Jacqueline Theek, a clinical director and speech-language pathologist at the Speech and Learning Institute in North Palm Beach. She said that during this pandemic, her speech therapy clinic has seen an enormous shift in ages of its patients. Before the pandemic, only 5% of patients were babies and toddlers, while today it is 20%. That's a lot. Many parents call it COVID-delayed. We've seen a 364% patient increase in referrals of babies and toddlers from pediatricians and parents. Parents, start talking to your children. Read books. Talk, talk, talk. When you can't asked, trust the government to do this. When asked if they are children having a difficult time speaking, Feek said they are speech delayed. Mm-hmm. Babies start learning how to speak by... Sight. Reading lips at, yes. as young as eight months old. Not earlier than so, that. So, when lips and faces are covered up by masks, therapists say for some kids, they can work around the mask and still learn to speak perfectly fine. But for others, it can cause speech delays. Yeah. Feek said, we are seeing a lot of things that look like autism. They're not making any word attempts, not communicating at all with their family. That the their little brains, their neurons are not firing. When our son, when both of our children were was four, shoot, even at three and four months old, eight months old, yeah, you start actually getting a word like mom, 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 dad, 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 and such not as that. But even before then, you go ooh and ah, and they'll start mimicking those sounds as early as three and four months of age. Some of them, especially if you do them on a regular routine basis, I mean, you're talking to a child development specialist here. This actually just irks me to no end because you and what this tells me is mom and dad have been wearing get out of jobs, mom, stay home. Your your children need you home without a mask so you can talk to them, make noises, interact with them you're trusting daycare workers and they have to cover their faces and they don't talk to them nearly as much as mama does and i worked in childcare. you can't have six infants and one person give them the attention they need to keep them on par the state was barely doing it they can't do it anymore when you cover their faces you they can't this is heartbreaking <laughs> Why do you think I just said a few minutes ago that 20 years from now, people are going to have to fight against the pedophilia movement? Here's the thing. Regardless of how you feel, 
statistically speaking, children are at zero risk of COVID. Correct. They're not giving it to you. Mm -mm. You're not giving it to them. Mm -mm. They're not harming anyone with it. The fact that we have placed every child and every person that interacts with children in borderline hazmat suits. Completely covered, yes. At the detriment of their development and interaction demonstrates that we are not a society serious about our future. No. We care about one thing and one thing only. Living today and not getting sick today. We are selfish. We have sacrificed our children for being safe today. So when the predators come for the children, who's going to stand up? Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is who's going to stand up before they're abused? I mean, afterwards, you're going to... They're going to be, be all horrified that it happened. And who's don't actually going to stand up and say, no, 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 no. We don't actually view children like that. We don't treat children like that. Correct. When as a society... We just we, throw them to the wolves. We do treat children yes, like that. We do treat the resources that God has provided like that. Yes. We destroy everything around us if it makes my life just a teensy-weensy little bit better. Mm -hmm. Christian stewardship is out the window. Now, that's how these stories relate. Because the world is coming for what? Everything. And it will stop at Nothing. nothing. Therefore, as you said... Teach, disciple, train Mm -hmm. the generations that you're around. Be wary of the arguments the world is using because they're based in what? Let's just be honest for a second. The argument, I'm born that way, so I can't help it. Uh, Uh Yes, you can. Uh You're born to steal, so therefore you steal. You're born to rape, therefore you rape. You're born to lie, therefore you lie. Um, No. No, you can not do so. You can be taught. You can take, no, this is not acceptable just because you feel like doing this. It does not accept that you have the right to do so. This is why I started with Psalm 1. Mm -hmm. Because it's a call to what will you build your life upon? And the answer to that will be determined on where is your life going? In order Mm -hmm. to know where you're going... Or in order to in order to get to where you're going, you got to know how to get there. Yeah, and that's part of the thing. Is again, you can't live in this world paying attention to this world only. Mm-mm. You have to live in this world grounded in the reality that there is a world to come. Lose lose eternity, and you lose wisdom and understanding in the world. Lose eternity, you lose justice. You mm-hmm. lose wisdom. You lose righteousness because everything becomes about now. Yeah. And while I tell you to be faithful now, I tell you to be faithful now because being faithful now is how you make it to eternity. Eternity. Yeah. You don't get to tomorrow if you're not faithful today. The understanding of stewarding and walking and working has been lost in the long view because we don't have a long view anymore because we Mm -hmm. care about ourselves. Mm -hmm. I want to live my truth. I want to make my decisions. Welcome to the timeout generation. You feel that way? <laughs> well, it's not even that. It's welcome to the no one is in charge of me generation. I am not uh, responsible to anyone. How yeah. dare you? What is behind the I was born this way and I need to live my truth? The flip side of that is how dare you tell me that what I do is wrong? Mm-hmm. Because what you're really doing is you're telling 
me that I'm wrong. Yeah. And the Christian response is, duh. Yeah. We're wrong. all wrong. We're all broken. Not mm-hmm. in the same way, not in the same direction, but all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Yeah. The question becomes, now that you recognize that, what are you going to do about it? And the Christian response is, repent. Yes. And walk faithfully, because that's all we have. The world doesn't stand there, and therefore the world will come after everything. What's the call, Christian? We destroy how many arguments? All of them, and bring them unto what? Unto the Lordship of Christ, Mm -hmm. meaning we attack the foundations. Yeah, you're born that way. Congratulations, we found your sin, for that too Christ has died. Now repent and be born again and walk anew. That's the call, and it has to confront everything in this world. And The more we hedge and the more we equivocate and the more we try to go along to get along, the more the locust goes, they're not really serious about this, are they? Yeah. Let's just keep eating. Yeah. I mean, when you read in, in, I believe it's in Romans, I don't remember what book uh, Paul wrote, but he wrote about asking God to remove this thorn in his flesh. And we don't know what that is. We don't know what it was. One of the Corinthians. Read Corinthians. Okay, it's Corinthians. All right, yeah. Um, We don't know what that thorn is exactly, but every person's thorn may be different. You may be born with these desires that are wrong and sinful, and therefore you repent and walk anew every day. Pick up your cross every day. You may be born with having fear, anxiety, depression. You may be born with the, the, the urge to lie and to steal and such not. But just because you have those feelings of wanting to do something does not mean you have the right to just live them out. You have to do as Paul does. Remember, every time you have that feeling, you need Christ to get through and and do the right thing, the godly thing, the Bible thing. For that too, Christ died. Exactly. So pay attention. The world is a coming. They have already proven how far they're willing to go. I don't think that gets any better. I don't either. So what have we learned here today, children? Pagans will justify anything. Yes, they will. Sin does not care about nuance. Mm-mm. And selfish idolatry always destroys our future. Yeah. So yes, it does. Pay attention. Protect your children. Be wise. <laughs> see the ways of the world. Understand mm-hmm. them and walk against the grain. And until we meet again, read your Bible. It'll do you good. Bye. Bye.